0: you're all doing well. Welcome to episode number 185 of the Calcio Podcast. Sam Adamo coming at you. Uh, If you're listening to this, I'm in Naples. That's right. I'm in Naples. I'm in bed right now next to the lady. We're about to pass out. We had a first full day here and this is the extent of what I'm recording in Italy. This is all I could promise you guys. Pre-recorded banked stuff with class A blue chip guests. Um, so kicking off things over the next two, three week stretch as I'm abroad uh, is comic Ian Edwards. None other than comic Ian Edwards. He's kind of the king of uh, comics who talk about football, I guess. It's a very, it's very, we're, we're, we're a very niche community. We're a very niche community. He reigns supreme. He's been doing it for a very long time. He's got a podcast called The Soccer Comic Rant. He's also on Netflix recently released some material under uh, Bill Burr's Friends Who Kill. So go check that out on Netflix. Hilarious. Guys, I'm really excited about this one. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I don't get excited about a lot of guests, but Ian in particular is a big get for us and he's a great guy. He's very well respected among comics and he's a hilarious dude. Um, So we're honored to have had a chance to fucking speak to him, man. It was a fun little hang and uh i think you guys will really enjoy it it's a bit of a different change of pace but um it was a lot of fun it was pretty insightful and we chatted a little bit of footy a little bit of comedy so um hope you guys enjoy if you're new to the podcast please subscribe Uh, we're on apple spotify all podcast platforms google uh rip it give it a rip Subscribe, rate it five stars gives us uh, a big hand. From what I understand, I don't know. I don't really understand algorithms, but I think it helps us. That's what everybody tells me to say. So I'm saying it to you guys who are just tuning in for the first time. You can follow us on all platforms at Cultural podcast on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, all that jazz. Go give us a follow. Check out our clips and our reels and all that good shit. Uh, and that's it. Without further ado, let's throw it over to Ian Edwards. Let's go. <laughs> Appreciate you doing this, man. It's uh, it's good to have you on. It's good to meet you. Uh, good
1: to meet you too. And uh, just and you're a comic too, right? As well as a soccer podcaster.
0: Do it. So it's a weird one. That's a weird one. That, that's a little bit of a. It's a bit of an ambiguous term. Calling me a comic is kind of generous I, at this point, but I, I I've mean, gotten. I the mean, blessing. I'm only doing it.
1: I'm only doing it because I want to attack you right away. Right. So I can do it because I, I can do it if you're a comic. You know what I'm saying? Right.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's true. No, we'll, we'll we'll yeah, exactly. We'll we'll riff, and you can you can just tear me down, and on and you have carte blanche. Yeah. It's okay to do so because, I mm-hmm. I self-identify as a comic. Sure, I got the blessing of one of one of our guests a few weeks ago. Andy Haynes um, was mm-hmm. on at JFL two weeks ago, and he said, if if you're if you're if you're doing it, you're a comic. You know, meaning if you've started, it's, there's no, there's no, you know, you don't join a union or anything, right? So, right, right. But it's, it's yeah, all very, if you're it's all doing very it,
1: Yeah, if you're doing it, you're a comic. That's why I feel like I can trash you for this link you sent me to this uh, form of video recording that I've never seen before. And it took me <laughs> 10 extra minutes, even though I was already five minutes late, to log into the shit and download an app and a, a QR code link to put in just to meet somebody with a terrible lighting in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. it would be nice if you fucking understood where the hell I, I'm in Montreal, first of all. Montreal, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm pulling yeah. out the Federico Maqueda shirt just it's, to my left, just as a gesture of reverence toward you, the right, Man United right. fan. Shit's not going very well for you at the moment. I'm <laughs> trying to make you feel comfortable. And you happened? don't even know where the what, fuck what I what have, live. What the fuck? Come on! Well, I,
1: I don't know what you live, where you live, and the latter you get, still ain't gonna make me know where you live. <laughs> and I figured I gave you the credit of Toronto just because Toronto got the Italian soccer players now playing for them, right? The, the Toronto FC.
0: And Jesus, even even my fucking guests are rubbing it in my face now. It's all so I've been i been asking about the last few right. weeks. He's an Italian
1: in Canada. He's got to be in Toronto, but he's not. He's in Montreal.
0: Not like I told you minutes okay. before we started that I'm in Montreal oh. and I, uh, so you think I listen. All right. Good yeah. luck. Good luck yeah. with this. podcast. Yeah. 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 You're like me. <laughs> That's a serious issue, bro. It's a real issue. Yeah, I yeah. have, it's a real fucking issue because I'm such, I don't know if this is like a, a trade of, maybe I am a comic bro. I don't know. But like, I don't know if we're all like these like sociopathic narcissists. I say we again, liberally, but I, I have such a hard time listening to people on my okay. own podcast. And I listen back sometimes, and I'm like, oh, that's a good fucking point he made. I wasn't internalizing any of what he was saying. And I've been doing this for years. You'd think I'd be better at it, but no. Don't worry.
1: You're you're slowly but surely getting better better at it, but probably not on this podcast. Whatever happened to Machado?
0: Makeda? Makeda? He plays in. You know what? That's a good question. I don't know where he's playing now. He had a, a tough go of it, man, after things happened for him so quickly. When he was like 17, Mm -hmm. everyone thought he was going to be the next Ronaldo. He had the bullet. He had the you know the he scored that big goal
1: to win that game for for United. Like when he was younger,
0: was it against Villa? I I
1: can't remember who it was, but I would never forget that goal. We needed that win. I think he he came out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, I think he languished in like the second and third division in England for a while. Had a foray in Italy with Novara in the second tier, Mm
1: -hmm. and it
0: looked like he was kind of just gonna you know fade into oblivion but he actually had a pretty good spell over the course of a couple of years at Panathinaikos in Greece where I think he just ended his contract and I don't know where he is now I'm I'm uh I'm kind of inclined to look up where he is now because I'm curious he's kind of become a cult figure on this podcast because when I was in Mykonos three years ago I bought this jersey here that you see on the wall Mm-hmm. And I asked the lady for a size small, and I said, thank you, and I left. I got home. I opened it out of the package like three weeks later in, like, in Montreal, and uh, she gave me a kid's small. So it was a crop top. So I couldn't wear it. So, <laughs> so it serves as decoration now in the park. So the wall studio. is wearing it. Yeah. yeah, but I actually went back to the same shop two years later, and they hadn't updated the inventory at all. Same, you know. Same Fugazi shirts, right? Without uh-huh. any branding, and I bought another one. And I told her the story. I showed her the video of me trying it on, and she barely spoke English. It was an old Greek lady. Uh-huh. I think she thought I was nuts. But I, I own one in the correct size now. But yeah, it All took right. me yeah, it took me like two years to to to, to, <laughs> to go back to the same shop just to get it. Honestly, part of the reason you got I wanted to go you back got one Mykonos jersey place... for the
1: price of two.
0: Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. Part of the reason I wanted to go back to Mykonos when I went with a buddy, and then I went with my girlfriend two years later. Mm-hmm. I I just wanted to like fucking first thing that I thought of was uh, I'm gonna get another jersey from that same lady. I gotta write this wrong because it's no, it was it was flagrant. It was a real uh, stain on my ego that I that I didn't even check the size. That's a dude move though, you know what I mean? Like women will check that shit. Women will check the size. I, I'll check
1: me. shit right. Like I try on everything I wear. So
0: I don't know, so, man. Because I
1: I know if I order it and it comes to me and it doesn't fit, I'm keeping it. I'm taking a loss. I'm not gonna go to the mailbox and mail it back and wait for them to mail me some shit back. Right. So, I I I just try on shit.
0: You know, generally though, I don't know. How old are you, Ian? Are you 45?
1: Sounds good.
0: Yeah, all right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I was going to <laughs> I actually <laughs> I,
1: didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know I was going to have to give all my social security number, birthday, blood type on the podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. There's nothing there's nothing that there's nothing that African-Americans and that and that immigrant Italians love more than sharing their information with the government. Yeah. If they're per- yeah, exactly. With the yeah. world. Yeah. And you should know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah my, my family doesn't share shit, bro. Nobody says nothing. Nobody yeah. says nothing. No.
1: One time uh, I needed to update my, pod, my, uh, my uh, passport. And so they needed my, you know, I was born in England. So it's, I have to send all this information to the British embassy and then they needed to know, like, some information from my father in order for me to get a passport. And okay. he's like, what do, you, what do you need that for? And I said, that's what they asked for. He said, nah. And then so he was going to, like, not give me his birthday. And I would never be able to use a, have a passport and travel again. And it was <laughs> only, because, only because I needed it for that. That's the only reason why he told me his age.
0: Dude, I have a friend who wants to get an EU passport because the Italian um, citizenship laws are completely fucked up. It's blood right. So I was born in Canada to, you know, Italian parents, and I was able to get it because of blood right. So I was born in Canada, and I got Canadian citizenship as, you know, birthright, same as in the U.S. Mm -hmm. But because there were so many immigrants in Italy, um, or so many immigrants that left Italy, I should say, so many immigrants who left the country, Mm -hmm. and for the longest time, they didn't have any immigrants until, like, the last maybe 20 years... Mm-hmm. Um, it was never really relevant to have blood uh, to have birthright. Bloodright was more relevant because there were more Italians elsewhere in the world. It's also mm-hmm. an incredibly racist and, and exclusionary society, right? So if your mm-hmm. you know parents are from Morocco and you're born in Italy, they kind of don't trust you until you fucking have served an entire you know childhood in Italy. And when you turn 18, then you could become eligible for citizenship. I have an Italian friend here who mm-hmm. wanted to get an Italian passport, and his father wouldn't go through. The paperwork for the same reason. He's just like, well, well why? What do you need that for? You know, like, what do you? You need my father's birth certificate. Like, you know, his grandfather. He just, he wasn't having it. There's, you know what I mean? There's no trust. There's, yeah. no trust. there's no
1: trust. Like, I'm not telling you shit about me. Like, they, our parents would not survive today. Like, like with this internet thing. Like, every every site that you go on now, they ask you for like personal information. Right? My mom's will never have an app. She ain't telling nobody shit.
0: You at least had a certain level of, I don't know, you had a certain level of privacy growing up. I'm 25 years old. When you were 25, you probably, you know, shit was probably just coming around. I mean, they weren't, you know, you weren't, foreign powers weren't surveying your porn habits back then. You know what I mean? Right. You all, you got, you were able to get away with probably a little more than you can now. At least you have that. I mean, my for me, forget. I'm a Gen Z man. Forget about it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? My footprint is fucking. My digital footprint is is out there. You know, for whoever wants it. Do but you if, care about it? Yeah. About because, listen, man. It doesn't feel good in principle, but but the thing is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, principle. Yeah, but because but what am I going to do about it? You know what I mean? Am I going to be that guy that fucking goes and, and and makes it my life mission to to you know champion this cause? It's not gonna change anything, and I know that's kind of—it's a little bit of a—you know—it's a little bit of a pussy move to bitch out of of changing shit, you know, that you don't agree with. But at the end of the day, you gotta pick your fucking battles, man. You know what I mean? Life is life is fucking finite, and it's just one of those things. It's the same—you know—the rules are the same for everybody. You kind of have to just accept where the goalposts are at, and 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 just try to live your life as best you can, you know. But it is interesting. Coming. Like, it's not the point that I have nothing to hide. It's still. It's just
1: principle. I get it. But Whitney Cummins has a funny joke that she just uh, released on her Instagram about how everybody's talking about, I don't want to give up my personal information. Times have changed. But she talked about there used to be a book called the phone book that the guy from the telephone company would throw on everybody's step. And some people wouldn't even pick it up. And everybody's phone number and address was in a book on a doorstep in every neighborhood so anybody in the country could see your shit. So it's like we've always kind of lived in a world where, like, all our information was out there. It's just it's out there in a different way now.
0: Yeah, and it's probably only going to get worse. It sounds cliche, but it's, I mean, just the, 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 the way we're trending is, is clearly toward a mm-hmm. world where the, there's less and less ability to, to maintain less privacy. privacy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You ever think about how easy it would have been to be a criminal in, like, the 1800s, like, back in the Old West? Yeah, I would have never
1: got caught. I'd be Fuck a different no. person to every me? town that i move into. Dude, I don't, I don't I, know how people got caught. I don't know how wanted posters work. I'd, <laughs> cut, I'd cut my hair. I'd grow my hair. I'd grow a beard. I'd change a mustache. Like, what artist took a photo of me or drew me while I was robbing a bank at full speed that could accurately capture my likeness? I'm, I'm out. Like, if you got caught back then, like, there's no... There's no they can't check your credit card records. They can't it's all cash. It's you I don't I don't understand. Unless you got caught robbing the bank, you ain't supposed to get caught.
0: It's astounding how more people didn't commit more crimes. It's like they they didn't realize how good they had it. Yeah, they know criminals they had no idea how good they had it back then. No. No. I mean it was it was a golden age. Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde died in a shootout, I think. How did they get discovered? How did they get discovered? You know what? The golden era would have been like when they had cars in the early 20th century when you could fucking pick up and just leave the state, Mm -hmm. you know? But there was still no access to, like, modern-day policing and and investigate. you know. They didn't have DNA. Yeah, no DNA.
1: Which DNA actually hurts the police more now than helps them. How's that? because, Because there's all these people they arrested that... Asked for DNA tests to prove that it wasn't them. And a lot of them are proving that it wasn't them, that they weren't the people who committed these crimes. Like, there's so many people getting exonerated based on DNA evidence.
0: Like, if I did it, like you said I did 20
1: years ago, use the DNA from the crime site and see if it's me. Prove it's me.
0: Yeah. It, so not only does it clog up the system and take up time, but they can't get arrests anymore. They can't or they can't get convictions. Yeah, it's terrible. There's, there's I mean, too much integrity to the system now. it yeah. it, adds, it, adds, it does
1: add integrity to a system probably 20 years ago or 30 years ago that needed or way before that that needed more
0: integrity. Yeah, but you know, I mean, it used to be a lot easier. Probably, you just fucking you you get you get a guy and you you, you throw the book at him. You know what I mean? You just say it's him. Yeah, yeah. It's half him. the people in those
1: uh, that got arrested from those wanted posters, it wasn't even them.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of guys that have dark hair and a beard. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: Jesse James is still alive. That wasn't him that got killed,
0: bro. I, I don't know. I thought about this before too. Is this how many people probably got wrongly accused back in like? Victorian England or like in, uh, in like pre-revolution France, you know, Mm -hmm. like in the time of Les Misérables and shit, you know, when people were just getting guillotined for being accused for wild shit. I actually think that in France, I learned this in school because I live in a French province, so we had a Mm -hmm. French system here for a while before the English system kind of took over, literally like the English from England. I mean, no, not the English language, that of Mm -hmm. the Brits. I mean... Habeas corpus, right? Innocent till proven guilty. That's that's the British way of doing things. The French mm-hmm. had the opposite, man. It was guilty till proven innocent. Yeah. So, so if you wanted to fuck somebody's life up, you just had to accuse them of something, and that was it. Unless you could prove that you weren't somewhere at a time, which, which again, how could you prove that you weren't somewhere, right? Somebody has to corroborate your presence. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's so easy to lie under oath. Right. That's another that's another thing that you wonder how more people don't get away with, or maybe they do. I, I don't know, but people probably do. You know what I mean? Like, well, you know, because I put my hand on a Bible, you're supposed to take yeah. what I say more seriously.
1: Unless just... you're Alex Jones, you won't get away with it. <laughs> did you see what happened to him?
0: I saw. Yeah, that's wild, man. How much did he get fined? It's like $50 million.
1: Yeah. Ballpark. Round, if you want to round up.
0: Just lost his mind, man.
1: He just hey, kind of. He's, bug- he's bugging.
0: Yeah, that's a weird one because he's a really entertaining guy. Like, I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that Alex Jones isn't hilarious. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Am I supposed right. to act scandalized about Alex Jones? Right? Like, he doesn't disgust yeah. me. He's fun to listen but, to. He is. But he's he's, up, he you know, should
1: realize he's just being entertained and, and stop lying and pretending he's telling the truth, which seems like that's where he got caught out. Like, if you just say I'm for entertainment, like I think the the thing is. Who he was and who he's become and who he says he is, they're all different things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think in the beginning he did tell a lot of truth and uncover stuff. But then I guess there's more competition now for like his, you know, for him between other people. So maybe he exaggerates a lot more now and sensationalizes just to get attention. And it's just like this, this is about making money.
0: Well, what's really funny What's really funny is when they took him off the air a few years ago, when they, like, banned him off of YouTube um, mm-hmm. and pretty much every social media platform, I went to Infowars.com to see what he was up to. And if you watch one of his videos, it's just he's pushing supplements and fucking, like, end of the world, you know, end of the world bunker food, right, yeah, canned right. goods, you know. Mm-hmm like some some weird like variant of alpha brain you know take this and it'll fucking give you enhanced cognitive function <laughs> he, he, he's selling something you know what i mean That's this will right. protect this will protect you from the shit in the water that keeps you know it's going to turn you gay like it turned the frogs gay uh-huh. but uh i don't know apparently it's I'm, I'm a little bit surface level in terms of um terms of my, my recounting of this, but bro, like I, I think he was actually right about the water turning the frogs gay. I think I actually heard it on Rogan once and it was kind of insane. I, <laughs> it was such a mindfuck cause it became a meme, right? The water's turning the damn frogs gay. Apparently there was actually some kind of, and I don't know what this, I don't know what I'm supposed to take away from this. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it means that there's some wider you know, theory that that, that that is correct, right? What are they trying to do? But apparently in some Weird, like in some microcosm of, of I don't know, in, in, in some in some controlled setting, frogs yeah. were swimming in water that was actually leading to them having homosexual tendencies. That's the weird thing with him. He's just, he's kind of like he's kind of like a crazy kid at a fair who's just like playing whack a mole, and once in a while he'll hit one right on the head, and sometimes he'll uh, hit a toddler on the head. You know what I mean? Or, or a dead or a dead person who got shot. uh... At school, in elementary school, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm, Whatever.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm like frock I'm shocked, frozen right now because at first I was like, "Is that a joke <laughs> about the water turning frogs gay?" I'm like, I don't I, have I, I a guy. To, I don't it.
0: have a guy to search this up on the pod, but I swear to Christ, mm-hmm. I heard, I heard it kind of proven it's to be funny. sort of true on Rogan. On Ro- it's funny, but 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 again, it's. It's it's sensational. I did have a I did have a
1: male frog try to holler at me, so maybe that is true. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: yeah. That's uh, <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know, bro. That's a weird one too. Like, how do you how do you prove that it was turning them gay though? That's the thing. Like, they could always just you know.
1: Yeah, whose science know? are we using
0: here? <laughs> That's a weird one. Yeah, no, it is a weird one because who's to say that they don't just occasionally fucking get a little like touchy feely? Like, uh, you know what's funny if how do you know these
1: hu- these frogs weren't on Molly
0: so if and, a- if aliens Molly and
1: molly and makes you more affectionate to even yeah 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 even people even animals of your own gender
0: you know no dude if aliens saw men in jail they would think that incarceration turns the humans gay if they saw men in jail, yeah. If, if they could, if they could see what was going on, and they treated it like an experiment, let's put all of these men together for twenty years and see if eventually they start nutting on each other. You know, like it's like it's 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 a little bit too extreme a scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're on your own on that analogy. <laughs> I <don't> know, bro. <laughs> Why did I even? I forget why. I'm all over the map, bro. I forgot why I was asking you how old you were. Oh shit! You were talking about trying, clo- uh, trying clothes on, trying on mm-hmm. clothes. Dude, I, I've been fucking. I don't know what it is, but I've been shopping online since I was like, you know, 16, seventeen years old, right? I feel like I'm uh-huh. a seasoned pro at like knowing exactly what my size is going to be. Oh, you are. It's just I that think
1: so. Every place has different sizes. You so, my girls, a, yeah. especially going. To, so when you try to buy something. From somewhere you never shopped before, can you still guess the right size, or are you more comfortable buying shit from a place you have a track
0: record with? No, track record for sure, but the thing is, like, I buy shit at Zara all the time, and they're fucked up. Like, Zara is a weird one. Zara sometimes mm-hmm. just makes yeah, stuff okay. for, you know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I, I put on, I put on a little bit of muscle, and my whole, my my whole scale is off with Zara. You know what I mean? Right, right, it's yeah. all up. hilarious. I don't know. I'll I'll just generally look at where the you know where the where the clothes are from, you know what I mean. If it's a mm-hmm. European brand, I kind of just size up, and if not, then I size down. I don't know, but like, I, I'm also okay with kind of fucking up a purchase a little bit. My girl is, dude, my girlfriend will order stuff online. She'll order ten items and know that she's only going to keep two. Damn, and she's okay with returning them.
1: Oh yeah, all right. I don't as long know, as she returns it, them, that's good.
0: Yeah, I don't, but but it's like I would never. I don't have the stamina to do that. You know, what I mean? don't want to take
1: the L. So yeah, I'll yeah. just go to the store. Plus just going to shop is kind of therapeutic. So I like like just going, looking at shit, figuring it out. And, you know, even it's, it's kind of an art, like some clothes when you look at them and you see how they made or how they put together or the design of it. So it's like, yeah, I I, I like going to to buy my shit. I don't
0: know. Like, it kind of used to be a thing you could do with women, you know what I mean? I'm taking you shopping. Just guys don't really do that much anymore. Oh I yeah. Know, like, you know, what you are know, they
1: I doing? I. I, I I'm don't... taking. Let's go shopping, and then they go into the kitchen and sit in front of the computer, and then the the couple just go shopping. That just way. Shopping
0: online? No, because you know what it is. I think a lot of people meet online now. A lot of people DM um, each other. It's so much more direct. There's so much more. There's so much more innuendo right if you meet somebody online or you kind of dm somebody and she answers you back she's basically saying yeah hypothetically i'm open to fucking you if you keep playing your cards right right you know right. what i mean so it's not it's not like it's not like you're meeting somebody and saying hey like you know i'm i'm, I'm out running errands right now what are you doing you going to the mall mo- okay i'm going too i i don't know it's weird i i never grew up with that shit you know what i mean i mean i met my girlfriend in school i've been with her mm-hmm. for a little while that's kind of mm-hmm. and that's a dying art not a lot of people i i saw a yeah, that's recently. old school. What's what's wrong with you?
1: Are you crazy dating some chick you know? You're yeah, supposed man, to man. date a stranger from the internet, like a man. What is wrong? Feels strange.
0: It feels, strange. It feels <laughs> strange, man. I mean, you're in LA too. That's probably all the that's probably all the people do in LA now too. I don't know. Is it weird? You know, because you're a guy with a little bit more status. You're very established. You're a hilarious comic, and you had Thank a you. decent amount of success in your career. You're mm-hmm. very highly respected among comics. Oh, that's, you know? that's good to know. You know, I mean, just, fuck what I think. I'm barely a comic, but but people mm-hmm. that are actually you know, well established. who have been doing it. for Listen, decades. man, I, I appreciate to...
1: your compliments from even barely a comic. So I appreciate it, bro. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, but 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 it but it is true though. Did you not find that you in in Los Angeles is there not maybe? And this is kind of you know this is it's not like this doesn't happen in other parts of the world. But you always think of LA as a guy who's outside of LA, right? I've never lived mm-hmm. there. I've only visited once. Kind of you hear a you hear about how it's like this melting pot of just insane. Just just women that that really just only kind of uh, aspire to get social currency above all else notoriety. Wow. Right. Or, or a man who um, can kind of fund a lifestyle that might allow them to feel like they are successful. Um, I don't know if I'm I don't know if that's stereotypical or not but it's kind of the the outsider's perspective so I feel like as a guy who's had a relatively you know g- good amount of success in a field you must have people that are just super predatory almost it's kind of the other way around you know what I mean normally like men are the ones stalking the women but do you how do you how do you manage the fact that being online now it's so easy for women to access you and and just try to get in your pants? Or am I crazy? Does that not happen at your level of, of, of success? Does it never happen? Is there no level of success where that happens? The paradigm I'm, never shifts?
1: I'm, I'm tired of waiting for that to happen. This is bullshit. You're right. <laughs> nah, I, I mean, I like, say, let's just say, hypothetical, that, and, and, and I'm saying this in a joke context, but in a serious context. Like, if I was like, won an Oscar, like that type of famous or in a band. the And the, the nerve of me to really believe that somebody loves me for me, the, the nerve, like yeah. the nerve of me to not just accept like what I do is a part of my looks and a part of my attraction or somebody's attraction to me. And to be like upset when I find out that they weren't into me for me. Like that's, that's, not being an adult, that's not being mature, so it's like, but everybody's always into a thing or a person or something that they like for their own reason, you know what I mean? Like, say you're a normal guy, right, and your girl likes you because you're a normal guy, because her dad wasn't a normal guy, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so so she'll like you for you, but she's also liking you for her own reasons. And I just think that's how everything else is. So you just have to and but but and it's and it's also good for our ego to like uh, not be upset if somebody's not in us for the things that we want them to be into us for. You know, it just makes us look at things in a more with more live life with more humility you know what i mean
0: i guess yeah i mean that's that's a mature way of looking at it because it it would be super naive not to it would be super naive not to right But, Right. but you have to think that anyone that kind of is in that world long enough kind of understands what's going on i think that's also a reason why a lot of it's just a hypothesis but i think that's probably a reason why a lot of celebrities date celebrities or people that are kind of at a similar um of a similar social status as them, because social status isn't really. I mean, it's, it's a weird thing to describe. Like it's you know, like like it like it somehow makes them better. But but it really is a different life experience that they have. So it's hard to probably relate to somebody who just, you know, they met at a coffee shop at a Starbucks.
1: I mean, I, I feel like you can find your person anywhere. You know, it's just. Uh, but in LA, you, you know. Based on what I do, it's gonna be mostly either somebody in the business or somebody who's a fan of like coming to comedy clubs and being and and liking comics and being into comedy. You know what I
0: mean? Because it's the world you operate in. It's the world, it's a, that, you, it's world yeah. that you interface with. I'm I would you, yeah. you date a comic? I find a lot of them to be super like, I find a lot of them to be intimidating. Just, 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 it's a lot. You know what I mean? Is it intimidating? Yeah, just yeah, as a yeah. guy, you know, you kind of, as men, we tend to like to be in control. And, you it, might and say it's, to it's also tough, but it's a natural inkling, You know, what it's I mean? also like
1: tough for you, you to date a comic because you got a girlfriend. So, it's, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that kind, of,
0: yeah. you know, she's holding you back from dating <laughs> comics. I mean, how yeah. dare she? <laughs> she's fucking. no, she, she's, she's saving. She's saving my life. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would know. I I wouldn't want to. You know what I mean? But it yeah. is weird. Like if, if if she just decided she wanted to become a comic, I mean, I I still date her because I like her for who she is. But I mean, just generally, just generally. Generally, I find that a lot of the women that I found in co- that I've kind of come across in comedy in my short—I only really started this year—but I, I find I find a lot of them to be just—they're—they're they're not really my type. I—I I tend to prefer kind of a homebody that 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 isn't looking to have all the attention on her personally. Right. And then you know, and then I and then here I am, you know, fucking, out try, here, right, trying uh-huh. this out. You know what I mean? Right. But you know, it's the dynamic that works for us, for I suppose. You. But yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know.
1: Your opposites work,
0: you know? yeah. But yeah, but she's also not. She's you know she 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 puts me in my place. She's you know she she she's extroverted and shit. She's just she's not looking to entertain people because she mm-hmm. doesn't have as many screws loose as I clearly do. You know what I mean? It's also a weird thing to get to because I, I never really intended to do it. It just sort of called to me when I was not enjoying what I was doing right out of university. So mm-hmm. it kind of it was never like a goal when I was growing up. It just it just sort of happened. You know what I mean? I kind of lost right. my mind and then did it. Mm-hmm. How did you get into it? Did you just did you kind of get up? By accident one time or? or No, I think
1: think so. I was born in England, right? And then I left England when I was nine. Moved to Jamaica, right? And stayed in Jamaica till I was like 17. So I'm like a 17-year-old kid in New York. And like with as far as friendships and everything you know, not everything you know, but just like, like a lot of people grew up in their hometown. They've had friends for years and stuff like that and like so I didn't have that like I had my family and I had my love for certain things like one of the loves was like soccer so anywhere I went soccer was there so it was almost like always like a a type of like grounding slash base place for me to land when I went when I moved to somewhere that was a different surrounding for me Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. so so when I left England I was into soccer. When I went to Jamaica, they, they, they were into soccer a lot. So that helped me like move into Jamaica and settle in faster, being able to play. And then going to New York, like there were some Jamaicans in my neighborhood, they played soccer. We play in the evenings, so I could just go with them and also played on the my high school soccer team. So those things like helped me like move in. One of the things but then you have to like deal with like American people at work and at school by people you don't know and one of the best ways which i learned through observing a friend of mine at work his name was greg ellis he was just funny as shit at work he was fucking hilarious we worked in a burger king i'd be behind the broiler i'd be checking out greg on fries and fish sandwiches and he'd just have us all laughing
0: so You're like 18 at this point, nineteen, yeah, like 17 18. oh so you, and- you just got you just got to america yeah
1: yeah so i'm like shit it just hit me one day I said this motherfucker's funny and every time i work with him it's fun and i was like i'm like kind of like a deer in headlights trying to like you hear people talking and having these conversations you don't have no idea how to take part in these conversations but the thing with being funny is like you could just listen to a part of a conversation and figure out A funny thing to say you might not know the details of or be able to add to the facts but you can pick up like tag something that somebody says add a joke to it without knowing the entire topic so that's when I was like I'm gonna tap into my funny side so I can assimilate so doing that and working at Burger King which is where I was at the time and then uh, then they started giving me the drive-through to take orders and I would just, like, fuck around on the drive through Like, crack jokes when people were taking orders and shit like that. And one time, and this is years later, somebody came through after I took their order. And they came, but they were laughing. They was like, hey, man, you uh ever thought about doing, did you just take my order? I was like, yeah. They were like, you ever thought about doing stand-up? And I'm, I don't know who this person is. I couldn't recognize him if I saw them this day, but whatever, the, what they said resonated. And I was like, as soon as they said it, my soul was like, that's what we're going to do. And it's, my soul said, that's what we're going to do to something I've never even considered before. But it 100% said, that's it. And then I was like, "All right, start going to mics and uh, seeing what the deal was. I'd start like, memorizing anything that I've told somebody in a conversation that was funny. I like right, I'm gonna try that and then I just That's how the, the whole idea to do stand-up came
0: That's so wild man, you know, and that person just went off and fucking into went, wherever you went to, went to go die You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they, have, they have no and they have no idea that they they kind right. of that that was the genesis for right. and, and that's and but that's a career, you know right. what I mean? That's that's
1: insane. Yeah, yeah. That person changed my life because I had no
0: intention of doing comedy. Like, you might have got there anyway, though, right? You were maybe. being funny; people thought you were funny, but but but, the, but he was this, the one. Yeah, but that was the one. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I might have got there anyway. I was like, you know, I feel like the universe, God, or whatever, it gives you the chance throughout your life to do what you want to do. It's up to you to decide whether you're going to do it. Like, lucky for me, I didn't have a choice. Like, I just was like, yeah. And then normally when I make up my mind like that, I'm like, that's what we're going to do. You know, it's like, and and it's usually for something positive, luckily. So I'm I'm, I'm happy that I'm like that now. And, and I'll pursue it. It's like, when I was a kid, I was like, I'm going to be a professional soccer player. And that's all I wanted to do. So that's all I I worked towards it, but that there was no, it, the only thing was it, you know, based on where I was growing up, it was tough to kind of achieve that. But at least I had like something to occupy me mentally and physically to kind of keep me out of trouble anyway, because I loved it so much. So it was a good way to good thing to grow up doing. And even now, that I'm comic. I have my podcast. I met you guys because you like the, the the our soccer circles, especially with Canada and America and the, the yeah, LA yeah. football scene. Like every it's a like, it's like a melting pot, and we're all we're all at the same stage where this sport that we love is starting to grow where we live, where it wasn't like the most popular thing. So we're all enjoying the buzz of the sport that we love growing right now. And then, so then it's easier to talk to each other. It's almost like, you know, when you're a comic and you meet, like me and you are comics. We never met before. This is our first conversation. But because yeah, we're is. comics, we could just talk. There is no, like, what the fuck am I going to say next? Like, there is this this, this comedy brotherhood thing. It's like, once you tell me you're a comic, like, most comics, I can automatically just have a conversation
0: now, yeah a lot of people overthink it too right a lot of people have man. these other rules that they kind of operate with but there's there seems to be again this is all very new to me i've been doing this like maybe four fourish months i'm i'm, I'm just i just started open mics up here i got to get the damn me, four team, months i got to get off i got to yeah. go this yeah, is- yeah. Uh, well let's- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're all long bro i thought it was at least a year i right, no man i mean i'm doing all right but you know i i also you know i'm critical i think i got a long fucking way to a way to go but yeah don't beat yourself i might my my, my my point is, no no but no but you, well you you know you, you fucking have to beat yourself up bro you nah, know nah, if you think but, you're fucking but, good when you start is, but
1: this is but, some shit i learned this is some shit i i, I had to teach it to myself it's like you're only four months in like
0: five five months yeah five
1: months in Ooh, five months. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> five, it's fucking, twenty five percent longer. You know, I mean, I mean, you could still be aborted
0: before they, you know, yeah. in five months. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but I won't. I know, I, I won't because because here's why. No, it's, here's it's why good, because, it's because I'm a, I'm a little, but I'm a little like you. I, I kind of, I focus in on one thing, and that's just my goal now. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like that with soccer; it didn't work out. I tried one, but that's don't be too. I failed, but i I get it. But just
1: have fun. Have fun. The more you beat upon yourself, the harder you have to accept that you're going to suck. You got to stop looking at don't look I'm not saying you're doing this, but just in case you might or are, don't look at results when you go on stage. Always look at the things that you learn from the performance. Like stay clear and focused on what you should be in order to get and you'll get to exactly what you need to get to. Like if you if you're like looking at the negative part of a set, and not looking at the the part that could f- help you fix that bad part of the set or the good things that you did in the set. Because some of the good things, if you look at some of the good things you do in the set, it'll help you fix the bad things you did in the set. So it's like just nowhere to focus. And we're all in a rush to get somewhere. But every time we rush to get somewhere, we cause an accident. We trip over. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So, so it's I know like what you mean. Slow, Slow the... The results part of your stuff down so
0: what focus I'm trying on. to Yeah, what I'm trying to do is what I'm trying to do is just kind of enjoy trying it out and enjoying mm-hmm. the highs because it's a fucking high, right? When you get off yeah. stage and people are clapping, it's you know, it's mm-hmm. I'm just getting that, right? I'm just experiencing that now, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's the bug is just getting me now, but just kind of, the some advice that I've been given that I kind of like is don't really worry about the material right now, you know, like like if you're if if you're an interesting guy if you have like good thoughts if you if you're good at kind of communicating things succinctly which will which you'll get better at over time then that'll come but just kind of en- enjoy learning enjoy just doing it enjoy sucking even right yeah, yeah. that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to do you know but mm-hmm. the 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 point I was going to make is simply that although I'm very new into it one thing I have observed I was kind of just disqualifying my 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 my, my blanket statement because right. it's obviously not Come in from a point of of, of expertise or, or anything, but but from what I've noticed is there seems to kind of be because you were talking about how much easier it is to speak to comics, and I get l- l- let's qualify me as one. Sure, fine. Yeah, yeah. There's like an un- there's like an unspoken code almost. Yeah. You know, and this isn't me trying to fucking stroke us off. Oh, we're the best. But it's, no, no, it's, no, it's, it's just it's, what it is. It's, it's it's more fun, man. It's more fun to riff with them than than it is other people generally. Uh, you know, I enjoy I enjoy it more anyway. Yeah, you know, yeah. so but, I mean, there's. Uh,
1: because as a comic, you also enter this uh, new family where there are less rules and you accept people saying whatever they want to say because it's all an experiment. So the, Yeah, they're the,
0: going for funny. You're going for funny. You're going right? for funny. And
1: you know, there's some things that might happen or be said wrong when you're going for it. So everybody kind of like, not everybody, but most people kind of like, all right, let's, these, it's like, if you go into a boxing ring with somebody, you're not gonna be surprised if they hit you. So that's what it's like. Like, we're in this thing, so you're not gonna be surprised if somebody says something off the wall. You knew they were trying to say something funny and it missed, so, we're not going to penalize people under in our bubble, for the most part, for like trying, you know.
0: Right. Yeah. G- generally, the people that are kind of fun to be around have that mentality. Then you have yeah, yeah. weirdos kind of who kind of just try to turn it into something that it isn't, and it it just right. like, and, you know it, it just ruins the whole the whole point of it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. How do how do you write? Because I um I will sometimes sit down and write, but I'll also what, one thing that I've kind of noticed is maybe because I have the muscle of doing a podcast, which for the most part in the last year, I will have guests on sometimes, but I'll also riff solo. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I love Tim, Dylan. I love Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. Like those are, those are my guys in terms of podcast. I, I like their standup as well. Right. Bill especially, but, but, but. Podcast wise, I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of, I used to do it with a buddy mm-hmm. when, when I started this university, it was more about soccer. And then when he kind of left and I kind of, I was kind of losing my mind. I kind of started mm-hmm. writing a little bit more. I told myself that at the end of the year, I would start stand up So I kind of just decided to pivot a little bit. And because oh, I worked the muscle, I was able to, I find that on stage. I'm able to kind of like improvise a little bit, Got but I've it. also heard other comics say, don't do that. Don't rely on that. You're being lazy if you do that. But you know, you're saying that sometimes when you're going for funny and it comes out wrong, it's OK. Well, this happened the other night. I was I was trying to express one thing and I kind of said it the wrong way. and It was funny. So I said, yeah, that, that fuck I fucked that up. <laughs> yeah, that came out wrong. Let me let me backtrack, you know, mm-hmm. and you reset. But it's, you know, maybe it's partly because I'm still operating with training wheels. But I guess that's kind of what I'm asking you is, do, do you kind does that happen to you as well? Do you kind of write on the fly sometimes or do you just structure? I write all the time? I write
1: I write several ways. I'll sit on and
0: write.
1: I do it in the mirror. I'll uh, uh, bounce ideas off a friend because maybe they can unlock something that I'm stuck in, and vice versa.
0: That's true. Talking uh, to friends about stuff or riffing with friends unlocks a lot of ideas. Yeah,
1: like, Even you know, if some, not comics. Yeah, somebody Boys. can bounce the ideas off. You know, just to get get your mind going and flowing.
0: Barbershop uh, talk. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's that, that's great for that.
1: Yeah, okay. and uh, I'll like run a set that I just did like on the way home from beginning to end, I'll be like, go through all the moments of the jokes, even the way I said a joke because of what, and then I'll realize how I, the reason why a joke worked better the last time or worked better this time is because of where my mind was at when I was saying it. Maybe the the comic before rattled me and then I did something, said it in an insecure way or maybe I was just like, had the right attitude and it was excited and that's why it worked better. And I need to do it more that way. So I just run through the whole set and then sometimes I'll come up with a punchline or a tag while I'm running. And then sometimes I'll listen to the tape of the set and then I'll come up with a punchline or a tag, you know, it's just all different kinds of ways to write. So I just try, try whatever I have the time for. That's what I do.
0: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Not so, so, so you, you you, you kind of study you 're a student of your of your craft, you know what i mean yeah you're a student of your craft that's that 's one thing I've heard a lot of people who have had success in the field say is that that just by kind of just by thinking about it a lot yeah. not overthinking but just by thinking about it a lot yeah. you kind of lose your mind a little bit and you become obsessed with it which which i guess is you know it makes sense it's it's kind of a similar it 's a similar sentiment that you hear espoused by mm-hmm. people that Play football, you know. Right. They play football and they just lose their fucking minds and they just say all oh, like, all I want to do is train, you know what I mean? Right. Or just that's, and that's love. Let's that study for for fucking, you know, because they want they want to have a CFA designation or well, whatever. You know, right. it's part of human psychology that I think is kind of necessary to get you somewhere. You know, mm-hmm. when you have a goal, having the competitive edge. If you have a sporting background, helps as well. I think that's one thing I've noticed too. Like, it's I, I'm not really trying to coach. Maybe I'm too hard on myself, but I don't like to coast. I kind of I'm like okay. What next? What next? Because it's, it's like, you know, you got to make the team, you got to, you know, you, you, you need to, you need to win the game, you need to fucking, you know, you have this goal in three years, I want to be playing at this level, whatever, right? Even, mm-hmm. even if you don't wind up going on to play pro ball, whatever the ball, basketball, football, baseball, football, whatever, soccer, mm-hmm. whatever. It, it's something that you kind of like absorb growing up, I guess does that translate for you at all because you're a, you you played growing up you mentioned in high school and stuff right you, you know do you have that kind of good like cycle of i i got to you know i i'm competitive i got to be fucking better than the than my, than my you know the people i'm coming up with right. be supportive of people but also be like all right they're yeah, good yeah. i got to get their level you, you know
1: use, what i mean use their use the you, you know the like when you perform like in new york you see what the levels are the maximum levels are so that you want to keep up with that you know so and if you're competitive and you can hang or you want to hang or learn how to hang it's good for you you know because you want to be mentioned in the same breath as these people you want to and if you if you love it then you'll figure out what it takes and how to get to where you want to get to you know what i mean and it's just and it's and it's competitive but it's just the love of it that's making you competitive and so you know know, there's other people they're jealous and shit but you know love can be competitive you know or or your love of something could make you competitive and make you want to go harder for that thing you know yeah in a
0: healthy yeah in a healthy healthy way way. i just i got you um by the way, dude, I, I wanted to ask you. Fuck, this is popping into my head now. We were talking about Makeda and Man United before. Obviously, you're a huge Man United fan. All right? How did you How did you get to supporting them? Because you grew up in Did you grow up in the Manchester area, or did you grow up in London?
1: I was in London.
0: I was you were in London. In... Yeah. So how did that How did that happen? Just because they were They were successful in the '90s, and you kind of just fell in love with them, or how How did that How did that happen? Because there's so many clubs in London. You could have, right? You, know, you could have gone down the street and. Fallen in love with late Orient. Right, didn't have to be Man United.
1: I fell in love by them. I fell in love with them because that's when we started getting football out here. Like, like I think Fox was the first. First, they used to show a weekly highlight of like all the leads around the world. Right. Mm -hmm. Then they moved up to like you could see a game here and there. And then I think Fox bought the whole Premier League, and we used to watch the games. like. And then I think the story of United at the time was like, they just had the best story. It was like the class of 92, the homegrown, and they were English and being English, and this, most of the squad being English-based at the time. And they had some of the best players like Beckham, and skulls and, and you know, the the way they won always... Most, a lot of the times, like, they would never give up, you know, like, just even, like, in the Champions League final, you know, they...
0: 99? Uh, 99,
1: 99. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How they just, That's like, that, that victory was play. just... Like, so I was a fan before that, you know, right around that time, and then when they won, and then I was actually... Yeah, so then it was just it was just it became by osmosis. A lot of good stories were there like Arsenal was there and all these other teams, but I just felt drawn to United overall. So then that became my
0: team. So 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 you you I was kind watching of... I was watching the entire league. Right?
1: Every game that came on so you, were, you you
0: you kind of got into them in, in the US as a, you yeah, know, as, yeah. a, as a as a British expat. Shit, so you mm-hmm. didn't even follow them that closely when you were in the UK. Did you follow them but, at all? Because no, Did you, you watch could watch it at all in England.
1: In England, we used to watch games. But England is like up until like
0: a year a year ago, like
1: they have match of the
0: day, right? Like you can't actually watch it there. They it's have a whole, In England, whole
1: like you can't see all the games if you lived it, I've never you, understood that. You have, That's crazy You can't me. see all the games. The games are played there, but I have friends, they were like, how did you see all this shit? And i like, we <laughs> just have one network that has all the games. But in England, like Sky got some, Facebook got some, Amazon, I thought, bought some now. Then there's, I guess, BBC and ITV. I, I don't know, but then you have to buy all these packages for a certain amount of games from each... So then you can't afford to, and then, then they don't show the three p.m. game. I think somebody who's watching will know, because they want fans to go to lower league games. So you right. just can't get all the games. But I live in America. I just as long as I'm willing to get up at four thirty a.m., I can have my I have my choice. Now they they did rip us off out here, and now NBC has Peacock, so now you have to pay for Peacock too. If you want to see all the games, because they don't just show them on their cable channels anymore. Some of the games are on Peacock. So I'm spending money, like I'm in Europe, to have access to the Peacock games. But it's $4.99 a month or something like that, which is still considerably cheaper than having five different services if I'm in England to see all the games.
0: It's the same thing in Italy. I have cousins who will not watch games because they don't want to pay for Sky Sport. Right. Because, because, you, you know, they also need the zone. It's like there are too many, there are too many fucking options, and they say scrap it. It's financially do, draining. I know people who listen to matches on the radio. I've seen <laughs> diehard Sunderland fans on that documentary they did on fucking Netflix. Right. Guy, dude, the guy, guy lives in Sunderland. He's from the Northeast. He talks like, I'm fucking, I'm over the moon. Uh, <laughs> fucking Sunderland, they're playing right now. And he's listening to them on the fucking radio in his living Old room. Old school, yeah. In 2017, he's sitting in his fucking lazy boy <laughs> with a radio and his children listening to the match because he can't watch it on television and he couldn't go to the game. Yeah. He's listening to it on the fucking radio. How insane is that? That's
1: pretty crazy. I he could... doesn't
0: even think to fuck an illegal stream it's like yeah they, they accept it it's different
1: it's, yeah he better it's he, he better i wonder if he knows he could find an illegal stream he, somebody should have told him
0: <laughs> yeah man no it's it's i'll bet you he likes it i'll bet you he likes it better because he probably grew up that way you know right. his you know his coal miner father <laughs> you know just would come home have a pint and listen to matches on the radio you know what i mean or listen mm-hmm. to the news on the radio he probably just grew up with that shit you know what i mean yeah well, I, I don't know, but but there was actually a big culture of, of Italian football in England in the 90s because of Football Italia, mm-hmm. which was like a show, I think, I don't know if it was on ITV or something. I think yeah, I, I know it, that. Know. I, I think I know that. Show. It, they might have
1: shown that shit here in America.
0: On repeat, maybe. Yeah. It was hosted by James Richardson, who worked for The Guardian for a while, and it was a great show. Like... For the 90s? I mean, I've seen, like, highlights of it. It's crazy. But what would happen is you wouldn't, like, have on your phone or on the internet, mm-hmm. like, access to all the matches and shit. Mm-hmm. So you'd be able to go days without knowing what happened. And then, like, once a week, you would get a summary of all these matches. Right, right. Right? Or you would get, I think they would actually air Serie A games. And I think Paul Gascoigne signed for Lazio in the 90s as well. Mm-hmm. And just so many people in England, like, just began following Parma and... Mm-hmm. You know, random Sampdoria, random clubs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because they could actually watch the games. It was unusual, right? And it's just, it's just strange. It's, it's peculiar, right? Because they showed the MLS more, in England. Yeah, you could probably watch more MLS, MLS games in England than you can Premier League. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 yeah. They
1: show the MLS all over Europe. People are
0: watching it. Yeah. Are they really? Yeah. You know, yeah. People, yeah. You know, people probably. Gambling. I mean, they're showing it's it. It's Really yeah. happening, but yeah, there, yeah. people are definitely gambling on it. You know, mm-hmm. that's the thing. You know, like. Gambling is actually great for. It's a little bit sad, but I thought about this before. Like, how how many people are just watching a sport to gamble on it? You know what I mean? Like, if you have like low level ATP tennis and shit,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like. In, in a in a in some sports facility in Cincinnati mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like while the US Open's going on they got like a lower tier tournament it's televised you could watch it mm-hmm. and I actually once turned to, turned to stream one there were like 400 people watching you know that like 275 of those people are all fucking you know they all have action <laughs> on it right you know what I mean <laughs> yeah yeah like you, you know because but, if but... you figure it out
1: you can win if you're a gambler it's like a scratch off for gamblers like playing in like knowing those leagues and who's good in it and you, you probably have a better idea of, like, how the odds work down
0: here. That's another thing that was probably easier to do back in the day before there was so much access to information. We were talking about how easy it would have been to commit crimes before, but I'll bet you it would have been easy to, like, cheat bookies and stuff or, like, kind of, like, find arbitrage opportunities with bookies back in the day because there was so much less access to information and statistics mm-hmm. that would let them predict correct lines, if I had to guess. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going out on a limb here, but I don't know that – I mean, I don't, I don't know that bookies in New York in the 1990s – in the 1980s we were, you know, were given lines on Italian soccer, but if they were, I don't know how accurate they would have been, right? What the fuck right? You know, yeah, I, mean, don't, I don't, I don't
1: trust on. how accurate bookies are now. It, it doesn't behoove them to be accurate. But you were talking about lo- that uh, channel, that show, that Italian soccer. There used to be a channel yeah, yeah, here cool. called Raya, and I think it was like a terrestrial type channel that you could get with an antenna. And they used to show. Are you ju- talking about Rai? Rai AI? Yeah, just. Rai, yeah, it just used Rai. To, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that used to show Juventus games. I used to watch yeah. Zidane oh, yeah. and play, but it would be like the worst reception. But you, you used to just watch that shit. So you, Rai was in Canada too?
0: You I'm going to blow your fucking mind. It is terrestrial. And the, the quality of content has not fucking changed right now. It's uh, like, I don't know if I'm blurry on this stream to you right now. It's probably like, it's very similar, very similar level of quality. Like yeah, as, yeah. this fucking stream right now. Yeah. Your, By your the way, I know you're roasting a, the platform. Your screen yeah, is a little clearer
1: than a ride. Right. Than a ride. The,
0: but the reason I'm using this fucking crazy platform is because it actually, it actually, I, I, I'm fed up with Zoom. I mean, this is, this is technical talk. This is boring okay. as shit, this, you know, but, but, but. Zoom is brutal because if there's a connection issue, mm-hmm. and I'm blur- or you're blurry, it's gonna show up blurry. What mm-hmm. I actually like about this other platform is it isolates our shit, mm-hmm. so that way if I want to post a clip, ideally, you know, mm-hmm. ideally it should you should come out more clearly. That's why I'm doing it. But right now I see you as fuzzy as shit. That's oh, an That's at high quality today in 2020. <laughs> <internationally>. <laughs> do, they, do they still the show they Juventus ha- games? I think they lost a lot of the rights in Canada a few years ago. Okay. Now they have uh, we have, we have the zone and shit. But it's like it, it's a proper network. Like in Italy, there's Rai one through five, and they have HD oh, okay. channels. But they give you the fucking dog shit for your grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for like Italians in Buenos Aires and uh-huh. like fucking Melbourne and in New York, they give you this fucking basic Rai. Yeah, yeah, this basic. Yeah, no, no HD doesn't fit the fucking HD. TV <laughs> no thrills, Rai. No, 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 no. But honestly, honest to God, as a guy who's never lived in Italy. Mm-hmm. I've wondered this before. I don't know how... I don't know how good the quality of content on Italian television is. From what I understand, from what I could see on Rai, it's like they're stuck in the 80s. Oh,
1: yeah?
0: Like the game shows and shit they still have. But I don't know if it's because they're just kind of giving you that shit because it's assumed that that's what grandparents want to see because there is trashy TV in Italy that you could watch too. They have like a Big Brother type shit. Mm-hmm. You know, they have like a Love Island over there. It's the same thing. Yeah. But we don't get that on like the one international public broadcaster. So the shit that they put out is like, I don't know, it's kind of like catered for the uh for the demographics, right? Mm-hmm. So it's mostly a lot of older people, a lot of older Italian immigrants who maybe left in the mid 20th century who are still kicking, right? Who still, you know, mm-hmm. remember the time of Mussolini and World War II and shit, you know, the, the, you, you, whatever. Quiz. I guess, games, I guess games, you'll
1: stuff find stuff. out what type of TV they got when you go out there in a few.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've been before and, and, and it is different, but I haven't, mm. you know, it's not like I've lived there and fucking bought a TV package, right? It's a little, right. bit, a little bit of a different, different animal. I don't know. Have you been out there? Have you been to uh, Western Europe or uh, have you been back to England at all? Where have you traveled? Uh, I've been to England. I,
1: was, I went to Milan, Switzerland. Uh, Amsterdam a bunch of
0: times. Do you out. watch football when you get out to Europe, generally?
1: Yeah, when I went to England, I used to see games. But uh, I, I don't think I've seen games anywhere else, you
0: know? You should. I, I don't know. What are games like in England? Because I've never been to the UK. I'd like to at some point. But I feel like it's a little – I feel like, I don't know, just because they don't have standing sections and because I assume you can't smoke in the stadium over there, right? Mm-hmm. Like in Italy's kind of like you – know, Football-wise, bro, I mean, in terms of infrastructure, Italy's not a first-world country. It's, it's like the second world, you know what I mean? Like, right, right. like Serbia, Albania, Eastern Europe, Italy's the same thing infrastructure-wise. Oh, right. Yeah, you barely have toilets in stadiums. People mm-hmm. are smoking in the stands, throwing fireworks. You know, you got a lot of the, the tracks, right? Uh-huh. Some of the stadiums, you know, terrible sight lines. So it's it's great. It's great. You know, the, <laughs> the viewing experience is terrible, and it's, uh, it's a lot more uh, charming. You know what I mean? I feel like in England, it's Has a bit character. more vanilla so much more character I feel like England's a little bit more vanilla am I wrong are they psychos there too because you hear about these hooligans and shit but I feel like they're kind no, the hooligan thing is gone it's by the wayside. dead for the
1: most part you know I can't really but you know I went to a man new game it was so long ago Beckham was playing and uh, shit and, uh, it but it, it, it was 20 years ago it was a New Year's Eve game against Sunderland to be honest and it was it was, it was a good fun time it was in and out you know I've been to LAFC games; those are fun and pretty modern, good stadium. You you could watch the game while you're buying food. Like it's like it's just you, you can see the pitch from anywhere in the stadium, so that's good. I need to like get some experiences. Like I would like to go to the Burnabow or even New Camp and some other places and check out some games. Even Juventus, it's so whatever. I'm down.
0: Juve have a nice new stadium. I was at the new in, in April. Actually, oh, you were? for the first time ever, and it's it's a cathedral of football. So I'm glad I went, but it's yeah, it's not it's not um it's not all that yeah no it's not all that it's just big it's just big it's like it's, it's like the Rose Bowl
1: yeah yeah I just went to the Rose Bowl I saw Juventus
0: versus Real Madrid yeah that's right I saw that right oh. yeah Farhad who who does Turin Giants kind of pointed mm-hmm. me in the direction of one of your videos when you talked about it I think he uh, he kind of connected us he was saying mm-hmm. it was terrible he was at that game as well.
1: Yeah. I mean just it was just the journey to get in and the journey to get out was longer. The journey to get in and get out, like I could have like flown to Madrid, watched the game and flown back in less time. than to go to Pasadena, which is thirty minutes away from me.
0: I don't know man. That's yeah, an older stadium too though. Like a lot mm-hmm. of the new infrastructure in the in in the US is is brilliant, you know? Like yep. I actually think that one thing MLS has going for it is the the vibes are immaculate, man. LAFC, Miami, mm-hmm. Austin, fuck it. Like like yeah, some I of don't. the some of the you, you know, yeah, Seattle for sure. But Seattle does play in a football stadium, right? But like uh. Austin built this all-purpose soccer stadium and apparently like lot of people you know austin's kind of popping right now a lot more people are moving there and it's it looks fun like it looks like something that other countries could actually take you know a page out of the book of right it's it's impressive americans do sporting events very well yeah you know and we're we're, we are spoiled in north america right we Mm -hmm. have access to all the channels we have access to all the matches we have access to information and then the, the viewing experiences are generally because there's such there are such disgusting amounts of money that are pulled, that are you know pumped into the game here in mm-hmm. the sports here that that you know it, it does it does kind of take away from a little bit of the authenticity of it it does feel a little bit soulless at times but you know it's 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 a lot more comfortable you're not breaking your backs on the seats in fucking in Austin I'll tell you that much All you right. know. I'm going to the Stadio Olimpico in like three weeks and I'm, I'm not looking forward to, I've been there before, man. Like, oh, I'm, Yeah, dude, it's, it's, you know, you're, you're, there's there's this uh, there's actually a word for stabbing outside of the Stadio Olimpico which is very common it's so common that they have like damn. their own little vernacular yeah it's called punchicata. damn like, just like these little stabbings that, that might happen you know you fucking you're wearing the wrong colors boop, someone will just fucking sneak on by you and you know like it's fucking like in medieval, like in medieval Europe some Assassin's Creed shit you know what I mean just fucking get that on I'm good you know it, you know it's it's so you probably won't get that in they don't in bring Austin. that up when I'm watching it on TV no, but you know, it's a little more edge. A little more edge is, 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 is cool. No, I'm good. I, I it like, is. I like it. I like
1: my shit safe, dude. I'm, the craziest thing. I'm edgy on stage. I don't need. Uh...
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking someone, someone could come up and slap you on stage now, man. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: Yeah. Shit. For some yeah. reason, I'm more used to the the threat of that than just being in the crowd and being stabbed in Italy for no reason.
0: It's not for no reason. It's because you're wearing the wrong colors. You see, but that's the thing. A lot of those clubs are. A lot of those clubs are. Legit, dude, A lot reason, of those clubs. Yeah. It's it's a lot like those it's, are the rules. it is rational. Them there's a rational. Listen, they, in economics it's, they say a right rational, rational behavior. There's
1: rationality to it. Uh, could, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, rationally erratic, yeah, You know, yeah. no, but the the problem in Italy is they fucking do it. They take everything's too deep, man. Yeah, Europe yeah. in general, like like just just. I'm telling you, in South- Southern Europe is they take they take that shit way too seriously because they politicize everything. Mm-hmm. You know whether you support one club or another is often like along political lines. Mm-hmm. So it's too, you know, that's that's too much, man. That's like you'll, you'll never get that at a baseball game. You know what I mean? Right. Yankees fans and Mets fans aren't fucking capitalists or you know or communists. They're all scumbags. They're all fucking <laughs> New York scumbags, and they all want to go just fucking you know, <laughs> fucking have a sub and just get drunk at, at four o'clock on a Thursday. You know. Uh-huh. That's, that's one thing that American sports doesn't have. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. again, you know, it's the fucking Red Sox and the Yankees have a rivalry. Get, get fucked. Come on. Come on, bro. No one's getting stabbed for the fucking, for the, for the Red Sox. You know but what I Raiders, mean? Raiders,
1: Raiders. Yeah. You can get stabbed. There's yeah. been incidents. And, uh, have their bid. Yeah, there's been incidents. So they moved them out of and even, even at a Dodger game, there was an incident. I think, I, I, I think, because Dodgers and Raiders go out I mean not I, I mean the Dodgers and who is it? Who is the Dodgers playing baseball? The Giants? I think it's the Giants, like one of those Bay Area teams, like they'd be going at it.
0: Yeah. Maybe maybe the A's, the Oakland A's. Maybe, right? maybe, it's, like the A's, yeah. San, maybe it's the A's, yeah. Maybe it's the A's. I feel like everyone that lives in San Francisco is, yeah. yeah, I'm not a baseball I don't, I don't think I don't think anyone owns a weapon in San Francisco yeah. that that do that can afford to go to a baseball game. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, bro. Oh man, I appreciate you doing this, man. It's been a fun little hang. Yeah, yeah. You're uh no you're you're uh you're you're doing a lot of really cool things just kind of being a guy with, with with an audience that that chooses to talk about soccer you know what i mean not a lot of people choose that as an angle a lot of comics have a podcast and it's it's fucking no it's awesome that you uh that you that you choose to put a little bit of uh a little bit of uh you know a little bit of sparkle in the beautiful game here in America, bro. You know, you could choose to talk about anything, mm-hmm. you know. That's the great thing about being a comic. You could talk about history, fucking politics, the world, and to choose to talk about soccer is 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 a cool thing, man. You know? Oh, you've been doing it for a while too. Yeah. So yeah. I hope uh, you know, you, you keep getting to do that, man. And uh I hope that we get uh, you know, cross paths again. All right, but I, maybe uh, I have your up. boy Paul at uh JFL. All right, is a I'll great tell guy.
1: him I'm I'm about to go meet him up now. We're gonna write some roommates stuff. But uh yeah, I'll tell him. I telling me I spoke to you.
0: He may not remember me. I don't know. He was at we were at a mixer, we were a little little drunk. I saw his set. I saw his set. Mm-hmm. Funny guy, bro. Yeah, it's funny um, dude. Yeah. yeah. No. Um he doesn't know a whole lot about soccer though, does he? No, no. That's that. I mean, he probably doesn't he can't understand be perfect. anything of, He can't be perfect. Yeah. yeah. Do a lot of comics look at you and say, "What the fuck is this thing that you're doing?" Cuz that's the one thing that I've noticed about being in North America. If you're kind of operating in the wrong circles, like people will be like people will ask you so many stupid questions about, about football, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like innocent, right? Oh, they, they, they don't oh, ask. Why would I watch a sport? They don't ask goals? me,
1: but I, I can feel the. I feel the. I feel the dirty looks. You feel the judgment. <laughs> I you feel the judgment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What The fuck are you doing yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about soccer? You could have a podcast that's successful about something else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's all good.
0: Well, anyway, man, no, I appreciate you doing this, bro. Um, again, hope that we can uh, cross paths at some point. I'm not going to pretend that I'm excited to come out to Los Angeles. I mean, everything we <laughs> fucking read, I'm going uh, to be petrified to come out no, there, man. Fine. I don't know. I, uh, yeah? yeah. Is, that, is, that all, is that all a load of horse shit? No, it's not all a load of horse shit, but
1: it's, it's, it's still one. It's character! It's a character, baby. Yeah, yeah. You, if, you, if you can go to a Juventus game and risk wearing the, the wrong colors and stab somebody, you'll, you'll be fine.
0: Cal- and that happened once. I once wore a Juve jersey in Rome to a Lazio game, to a Lazio-Juve game. It was the Super Cup, which is like our community shield. That but is. It was a game that we lost. I was with my father. We we were sitting in the away section, so we were kind of chill, but we went for a bite after in a wow. trattoria, which happened to be, and I didn't know this, but it happened to be in a little piazza where all of Lazio's crazy fascist ultras congregate oh, and we and we were deep in the restaurant, we couldn't hear any of the shit going on outside. We stepped out at like one in the morning. Damn. You eat dinner really late there, right? And I had a UV jersey on. And I fuck it, dude. We just getting bottles for everyone, oh, you shit. know what I mean? But you know, it, you know, survive that I could probably survive LA. The thing with LA yeah, is you're like good. And the thing with LA though is nobody like everyone moves there right everyone moves there for a purpose there aren't a lot of like Los Angeles what, what, what do you call the a person from Los Angeles yeah, they, to, like, they're, Los they're sprinkled Ange- out here somewhere Los Angelitos yeah. but like but you know it's just it's funny right because people I find that people that might have moved there you know thinking it was all going to be glitz and glamour and now kind of seeing some of the shit or wanting to get the fuck out what I love about New York is like people move to New York knowing what the fuck is, is up you know what I mean people, people New York's a city that's equipped to kind of handle that shit you know what i mean new york's a city that's able to kind of handle fucking just 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 decrepit just, just decrepit decrepit streets and trash and you know living amongst rats and and crazy people that mind their own business almost people mind their own business in new york you know what i mean it's like los angeles needs to recalibrate a little bit it's like it kind of lost its identity a little bit you know what i mean it's it's becoming a little too real for people
1: i mean we'll see i mean it's just expensive but it was a pleasure kicking it with you and we'll talk again for sure 100 percent.
0: no my man i appreciate the time bro seriously uh keep doing what you're doing man i like your shit i like your stand up i fucking thanks I, man I've been, I've been watching your stuff for a number of years man so it's a real fucking pleasure to get to uh do this seriously all right good t- tell paul i say hi all right baby
1: all right and keep keep in keep, touch man. keep doing your podcast man and uh yeah enjoy comics. <laughs>
0: Listeners, thanks a lot for tuning in. Appreciate you guys enjoying that chat with Ian Edwards. And uh, again, if you haven't already done so, please follow the podcast on all platforms, at Caltrow Podcast, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, all that jazz. Go, give it a rip. Subscribe if you enjoyed this chat. Rate us five stars. Helps us out. And uh, we'll catch you next week. We've got another guest lined up that's already pre-banked. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun as well. Really looking forward to that. And until then, enjoy the outro. A la próxima. Ciao.
1: Parando alla luna, ai ai ai, ora la notte è più buia, ai ai, ai, è la legge della giungla, quando morirà
0: sarà per colpa di un Giuda, sfutando fumo e non ci penso Sto riempiendo di nuovo il
1: cielo. Yeah. Ho perso più di un fratello.